0: We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rails, off the rails. And we are off the
1: rails, off the rails, yeah, off the rails. Welcome! You're listening to Off The Rails, one of the internet's newest and hottest podcast with your hosts, Will and Doug. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, Who
0: William. Hello, Douglas. Hi, Will. Will, how Hi. are you? Welcome to, no, not welcome, uh, but happy happy Super Bowl Sunday.
1: Happy Super Bowl Sunday, indeed. I just wrapped it up around 10.15. It did not go the way I thought it was going to go, uh, but I enjoyed some things about it
0: (laughs) some things about the game or just the overall like production of the evening
1: I don't believe that any of the notes that I've taken down this evening have anything to do with the actual football game itself but I definitely have comments about the halftime show the commercials and the NFL in general
0: yeah okay I like that uh, I'm uh, with you. I, I don't. I don't have any notes about the game either because that's for our fantasy football podcast, uh, which we're not doing any further. So I kind of focused the same thing. I, I focused on uh, what we saw in the crowd, what we saw with the game, what we saw in some commercials. So I'm, I'm with you there. I think we're on the same note there, and that was not planned. I feel I feel good about that.
1: Good. We're on the same page. Yes. Um. What else?
0: I've got.
1: I've got a few things uh, I wanted to touch on, just to let people know of the topics I've gotten I would like to cover, uh, SatGate, I've got an update on SatGate, yes. we'll cover that. Can we,
0: just, can we just go ahead and do that first, or do you want to do another cliffhanger?
1: Oh man, I just, I like to leave people hanging a little bit, at least so we yeah. can hopefully get listeners to last at least after a half an hour.
0: Okay, uh, you, I, you think you think we handle carry that at the as the at the beginning of the show, uh, to, people are going to tune out the rest. They're they're here only for yeah. Satgate. Once I, they hear Satgate, they move on.
1: I think I think Satgate is what really gets them to hang in there. I think that they they listen to the other stuff, but listen, if I if I can learn how to read the analytics on this anchor app, I feel like the last podcast, which was episode eight, I believe. Uh it may or may not have said that the average listener was five minutes and thirty-eight seconds. <laughs> I, I, I have to feel I feel like I'm what? that incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> what? No. five
0: minutes and thirty eight where did oh no. Yeah.
1: Do you want me to look at it right now? I don't want to look at it right now. It's too depressing. We've
0: uh we've had Five minutes and we talk for an hour Douglas Sometimes yeah,
1: more uh, I know I know. And it doesn't make any sense because the last uh, Seven podcasts We've had full listeners Like they've lasted Average of the entire day The entire podcast Yeah it's this average <laughs> listen time Five minutes 28 seconds Under yeah. episode performance For last week uh-huh. that's pretty disheartening. Uh, uh, I don't know if I'm reading it correctly, but again, I don't know how you misread average. <laughs> five minutes. I mean, it's in black and white, but then yeah. the graph in here that shows all the way, like it shows that at least 50% of the people had retention through the whole podcast. So I don't know how that equals out to five minutes. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're having a good time. So, you—it's up. You want to jump right into Sackgate?
0: We can do that. Um, I do. Yeah. Want- we're, I mean, we—we we, you have the audience for another minute and forty. That's true. That You're was, right. You're right. You, you got to get them.
1: So listen, Sackgate. It's—it's they—they did. They did sack my mother's six pack of Coca-Cola. It was. Well, hold on. I still. I still think they're fucking with me though. Okay. Here's the sitch. Here's okay. the situation. I made a small grocery order the other day. I think it had it was like less than $100, It's almost $100 and $10 of that was a service fee because I wanted my groceries. I placed the order too late in order to get them at the time I wanted. So if I wanted them to do the grocery order at the time I selected for a pickup, I needed to pay an extra $9.95. Fine. I did it. Uh, um, Half of the items I selected in my grocery order were not available. So my total was like $54, including the $10 fee. I had two sacks of groceries and one sack of Coca-Cola. Now, I think they're just fucking with me because they know that I'm carrying all the sacks at one time. And I've been bitching about the fact that the Coke is too difficult to carry when you've got 13 sacks in one hand. And they're like, oh, it's that Murray kid again. Uh, he only has two sacks worth of groceries. He he can easily carry the six-pack of Coke with the handle that comes connected to it. But let's fuck with him and go ahead and throw it in a sack just to kind of rub it in. now that he doesn't actually need the sack, let's put it in a sack. I think they're out to get me. They know... I think that John, Jacob, Josh, Jimbo, whatever his name is that responded to my shit, he find it out for me. Yeah. So yeah,
0: they sack So now Doug, so now they sack it and yet you still have some conspiracies about the high Yeah. You finally get what you want and yet you're not. Well, well now hold on. on.
1: I am extremely satisfying that they put the six-pack of Coca-Cola in a sack. It makes me happy because why? I yeah. requested it. I said put everything in a sack. But I think it's just convenient that the first time they sack them up was when I only have two sacks and I don't even need the sack. Okay.
0: I'm... Boy, I don't know to tell you <laughs> about that one, Douglas. <laughs> That's a weird thought process. Yeah, I but
1: think. doesn't it kind of make sense? It seems like...
0: Yeah. Huh? No. No. no, no? <laughs> did you just say? Yeah. Yah. My argument, my
1: retort was yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, I mean, no. I. I uh-huh. no. I don't. I don't. Right. No. I think you should be thrilled that they uh, they've appeared to read your comments. Uh-huh. Maybe they listened to your show because we did uh, include the link. Uh, in your last comment to them to our show. Uh so maybe they uh actually listened yeah. and they sacked the this they yeah. sacked the coke. They said, listen, we don't need this bad That's coverage on this podcast off the rails.
1: That's certainly a possibility. And let me be clear, I am happy and thankful. Thank you, Ivy, for putting my Coke finally, my six pack my mother's six pack of Coke in a sack. I appreciate that. I still think it's a little tough. I think it's a, so. continues. Is a, is I mean, we can't just wipe away Satgate after they one can, successful outing. We can't. How, how many does? I, I
0: think, think
1: the the going number to get rid of a a gate of some sort is three consecutive. Yeah.
0: Three consecutive times to get rid of the gates. Yeah. Okay. 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 There was a strange pause there, but just ah, uh, you cut out. Uh, we can do that three, three, three times. Three times if they if
1: they can if they sack my mom's coke three consecutive trips in a row, SAGA will be over until the next time. <laughs> until the next Does time. it ever disappear? Okay. What if they stop sacking it all of a sudden? What if they go three consecutive sack successful sackings and then. They stopped for, like, <laughs> four times in a row. Satgate back on? Well, then
0: that's that's Satgate 2.
1: Okay. Well, Satgate's on pause for at least uh, another trip. That's it. That's
0: my Satgate update. All right. All right. That's good. Well, now, now we know we're going to lose well, a lot. Thanks of for audience.
1: listening to this week, everybody.
0: Yeah.
1: You've been listening to Off the Rails with Will and Doug. Do you have anything you want to add before we close it
0: out? Yeah. Now, uh, now we transition to our other <laughs> listeners uh, for the rest of the show. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Hey, Doug, I got to tell you, uh, my ears are uh, are really sore. Uh, I'm in a lot of pain with my headset in my ears right now. I've, I've been I started listening to my headphones while I sleep at night. Um but apparently I have to, the only way it's going to work, at least stay on my back because I wake up every morning uh, in a, uh, I, I have to do a search party to find where my phones went. Um, but now when I put my headphones in my ears, it really hurts to put them in there. And I think I'm doing some type of damage to my ear lobes or my ear holes, whatever those things are called, uh, what was sleeping. So I think I had to stop sleeping with my headphones. I just want to throw that out there. I'm I'm kind of in pain trying to talk with. So it's right now. I can feel the pain through the ears.
1: Well, that's I'm sad to hear that. I hope that you're still there with me. You keep cutting out on me. I I hope that we're not losing you uh, and have to lose this. Why
0: why are we having? I don't know, you're cutting in and out
1: things? on me. I don't know if I'm cutting in and out on you, but you're cutting in and out on me. Listen, I think that's uh yeah, you should definitely stop wearing your earbuds in bed. Uh that's um you should probably invest in some over-the-ear uh headphones. Maybe you should just not wear earphones or headbuds in bed. What's a headbud? Don't wear your headbuds in bed. <laughs>
0: Well, did did I say headbutt? I just said headbutt. I don't think you said head, bud. Okay. Uh, earbuds, earbuds. That was just an FYI. Do we need to? Do we need to try to disconnect and connect again? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not having. No, we're
1: gonna keep going. Tonight. Let's power through. Let's power sure. through. Okay. Um. I, well, I, it could be because just, I'm in a. I just
0: uh, wanted to throw that apart out there.
1: Throw what in there? What? Are you? In the closet? I am in the closet. I'm in my new... I'm in my new podcast studio. Oh, so it's possible that I just don't have any reception <laughs> down in this dungeon of a closet that I'm in. Yeah. Why are you laughing like that? Which why why whenever I said I'm in the closet, you said
0: Well, it was it wasn't that made me laugh, is the fact that perhaps this closet studio idea that you have, there may be an issue with the family. You have service in that closet yeah i'm losing you again
1: i think i think my my closet <laughs> studio ideas turned out to be just a terrible a terrible idea i mean what do i should i just set the cell phone outside of the door and then shut the door again i can do that
0: <laughs> yes
1: do that no for real okay i'll do that
0: uh, yeah, do that. Yeah, um, Doug, do, do you want to explain your new process that you have going on? Right well, what
1: you, process?
0: Well, your new—you got like a—you've you, got a new studio idea. You got some equipment. Like this is—these are exciting times in the uh, the podcast community for us. Not community, but podcast. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just think you got some new podcast stuff. I thought you maybe you wanted to share with everybody. Sure. Yeah,
1: I'm happy to do that. Give me a second to.
0: Oh boy, here it goes.
1: <laughs> I just set it outside the door. I hope that wasn't foolish.
0: I think it will be fine. Uh, Based on how the first 12 minutes have sounded, Doug, I think i will be fine.
1: It'll be just fine.
0: Uh, yes, so I have
1: said I've gone down into the dungeon where I keep my mom. And underneath the staircase uh... is a pretty big closet. It has a shelf in it that's perfect. I mean, I guess I could take a picture of it and put it on the cover Definitely. of this week's. Because the current setup, yes. the current setup is trashy. I've got a sheet, an old an old bed sheet cover thing taped, uh, excuse me, stapled into the wall for some sound panel issues to try to 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 lessen the reverberation from the walls. I've got a pillow behind it. I've got two rugs are. Uh, two two floor mats behind it there's still a pretty good echo in here but I've got some sound panels coming from the internet so I can get this place completely sound paneled off yeah it's my new it's my new podcast slash voiceover booth or studio I'm gonna start yeah, exactly. I'm gonna start tr- my new profession is going to be a voiceover artist that's my goal yeah. and I've already got I've got a gig lined up. And, yeah, so I got to get my, my studio soundproofed and uh, ready to rock and roll. But I've got the microphone. I've got the pop, the pop, the screen. I've got a boom mic coming. I've already got, obviously, the laptop. Software's not a problem. I mean, I'm ready to roll is what I'm saying. Uh, just got to get this studio set up completely. Pretty excited about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is all. Thank you to uh, Richard, our our subscriber, uh, who sponsors our show. Yep. Uh, all of this credit to Richard. Yep. We appreciate him. Yep.
1: The monthly sponsorship, uh, the supporter, the listening support that we get, listener support that we get from Richard is mm-hmm. really just it's it's a, it's afforded us the luxury of just really getting this thing done properly and and professionally. So thank you, Richard, sure. for your monthly donation. Uh, it, it's really, we're taking it, a, we're taking it a long way.
0: Now, has anybody else, uh, cause we've mentioned that Richard, we've, we're, we're actually mentioning Richard on a weekly uh-huh, basis. Uh-huh. Uh, with that, has anybody else been like, well, I'd like to be in with Richard. Has anybody else gave into the 499 package?
1: So I've had one individual reach out to me and ask, how do they, uh, join the listener support? Uh, they actually said that they wanted to outdo this Richard fella, uh, and they wanted, to, oh. they wanted to pay more so that they were the new top uh, listener thingy. Uh, but they couldn't figure out how to do it. Oh. They couldn't figure out how to, to become oh. a supporter. Uh, I since told them how to become a supporter, uh, and they have chosen not to uh-huh. at this time. Um, so if they're <laughs> listening, I will I – If they're listening, I mean, I won't call him out, Eric, but I'm just saying I told him where to become a supporter, Eric, and he has not actually become a supporter. Now, also, I want to say that Eric may be a bit of a uh, storyteller, if you will. Uh, I don't want to say liar because I just want to be polite. But uh, so he's doing a podcast now. Oh, Eric. Uh, Oreo Brothers is the name of it. I talked about him a few times ago. Uh, I did his show uh, real quickly, a little interview with him, and he had confessed to me that all of the times that I had run into him in the past when I was doing a radio show and a podcast uh, afterwards, that he listened to to everything and and loved being a listener and and was a frequent listener, that he was actually lying to me, uh, that he had never Hmm. listened to any of my podcasts or radio shows uh, that he had intentions of being a listener back then, but things just got in the way, such as life, and he just would for- forget to actually listen. But now he's listened to a couple podcasts, uh, but who knows if he's continued listening. But my point is, he used to tell me back in the day when i talked to him on the streets all the time that he was listening when he wasn't. So this time when he told me that he wanted to become a listener supporter and pay more than Richard so he could be the top dog, I'll have to take that with a grain of salt. I'll have to take that with, gotcha. with a pinch of... We'll have to just see if it's true.
0: Little little sugar down the hatch, as they say.
1: Yeah, that's what they say. So, no, we only still have the one listener. But, man, it's really helped take us to the next level.
0: Yeah, thank you, Rich. Uh, I did listen to the first episode of that Oreo pod uh, with Eric. Uh, I enjoyed the brevity of it. I thought that was uh, stellar, and I enjoyed the the back and forth between Eric and his his Oreo brother uh, discussing, saying hello to their mother. So,
1: um, I've got some things. You want to talk about the Super Bowl, since that's fresh? Since that's what we just... We just yeah,
0: let's do it. It's fresh. So, the, f- yeah,
1: the first thing I wanted to mention about the Super Bowl, and this is actually just the way I wrote things in order, Uh the first thing I wrote happened at the halftime show, um, okay. which was just an obvious super spreader event. I mean, that was just – you've got uh, so many – I I, I figured at least 2,000 dancers on the field. From what I could tell watching it, I I calculated in my head from just visualizing okay. about 2,000 dancers out on the field with no masks.
0: Sure, they were bandaged. Whoa, 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 whoa. They were wearing masks.
1: No, they had tape. They had they had tape on their face, like they just got done having plastic surgery. They didn't have massive okay. face. They just had
0: you,
1: okay. They just had that weekend ma- uh, uh, bandage job that he had from the Grammys.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: All right. are you with me? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So they had open face, nose, mouth. So we've got a super spreader event of a halftime show. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's the first thing I saw. And I was just like, this is terrible. Uh, it's such a super spreader event. This is a bad thing. I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Uh And then, uh, I started thinking, wow, how many, how many of those super spreader dancers are even out there? And so I figured I looked at it and like I said, I, I calculate there's at least probably about 2000 of them on the field dancing. Um, and then I was curious about, uh, How much they got paid? Like, do they get paid to do that? Like, they've got to to be. Why? Come on. They're dancing. They've got to go through choreography. They've got to take, I mean, I don't know, at least four days, three days to get it all right, a week, to to, to, to spend their whole day practicing the (laughs) the halftime show. They've got to be getting compensated for it.
0: Right? I mean, the weekend doesn't get compensated for being on the Super Bowl. You think his dancers get are getting compensated somehow?
1: What you talking about, Willis?
0: <laughs> the weekend, the the Super Bowl halftime performers do not get paid for playing the halftime show. The thought process is that they're going to uh, get so much attention that everything afterwards will be the payments, <laughs> but they don't actually receive any type of compensation for performing at halftime. Shut up! <laughs> I'm, I'm, being, I'm being serious. So I don't think anybody, uh, any of those performers get paid for their performance. They also get the uh, the highlight uh, of being a part of a Super Bowl halftime show.
1: I can't even believe that. What? Why? Wow. I... I, uh... I, I just threw you through a loop. Yeah, I can't believe that these guys aren't getting paid to do the the halftime show. I mean, they get paid to do everything. That's a pretty big deal. They should be getting compensated for that. But, all right. I mean, I get it. The The press that they're getting from it should theoretically make them a lot of money. But those dancers aren't getting any press. They,
0: they should be getting paid. They they. they... Okay. Well, maybe maybe they are, but uh, I I know where you're going with that, though. You're you're talking about two thousand dancers. Like, how much money is that being spent? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right yeah.
1: Like, how much? I mean, yeah. I know with the production and and lights and stage and setup and all that. I was just wondering how many how many dancers were on that field, super spreading, and how much they were getting paid to mm-hmm. be super
0: spreaders. I'll go. I'll, I'll go minimum wage. How about that? Oh man.
1: man. Well. Okay, I'll accept that. Um, and then another thing I wanted to talk about uh, the weekend I saw I believe it was on TMZ, the number one news uh, source uh, in the in the world, number yeah. one source for all news um, TMZ yeah. um, that he this, TMZ is the number one source for all news um, that I'm pretty sure that there was a side by side on TMZ, the number one source for all news picture of the weekend of old yeah. and then the new weekend and the new weekend has some facial reconstruction done. The new weekend really? uh, it's it's obvious. It's terrible or it's some sort of magic makeup. I don't know what, what's going on but I think the weekend totally went full on uh, plastic surgery. I mean reshaped his face his chin his nose. Yes. You should go check out TMZ, the number one source for all news. I'm pretty sure there's a side by side. I know there was because there's a survey. It said good genes or good docs. Mm. And I chose good docs.
0: Well, I-, I will have to check that out. So That's interesting. Huh. Interesting. Uh, TMZ, number one news source in the world, uh, really hitting us hard with that investigation there. <laughs> what did they come up with is it just a poll question so they didn't have their own uh yeah type, they uh, i results? don't really
1: remember if i even read the article truth be told i just saw the picture okay. and the little one question okay. survey good jeans are good docs, and i took it uh, i didn't need to read the article the pictures did the talking for me uh and it's pretty okay. clear to me uh the evidence is there that he did uh and one last thing i wanted to say about the weekend i absolutely hate his name i think I think yeah. the weekend is just the worst. You can't name yourself after days of the week. The weekend, like I would understand, it was like Tom and the weekend, or like the front man and then the backup band. The band is called the weekend, but I just don't. I don't yeah. think an individual can be can be named after like two or three days out of a week. I just don't think. I, I mean, you can. When I say I don't think you can, obviously you can. Because he, he, he is. Uh, he's been su- is. very successful. With the- Hugely. Yeah, like he's won an awards and stuff. Uh,
0: he's on, he did the uh, Super Bowl. Hat yeah. Time,
1: so. I mean, that's some pretty pretty overwhelming proof that he's successful. Uh, however, one could say, is he successful? Because apparently he didn't even get paid to do it. Uh, so I don't know. But I just think The weekend's an absolutely terrible name. Uh, is there, how come people aren't just called like Friday? Oh, what are you guys doing tonight? We're going to to the Lead Center to see Wednesday perform.
0: Well, you know, uh, you know, Douglas, uh, the two of us, uh, we've I've brought this up to you on. This is our second time where this goes back to a Google Hangout conversation we had. I have mentioned to you how awful I find. Uh like the hip hop rap community's names are starting to be at this point, and the weekend is a prime example of that but there there are some just awful names when it comes to rappers uh and hip hoppers these days what what's going on right yeah. there? like party, uh, party I mean, next the weekend's is one of the worst, but party next door is the one that came to my mind but i mean there's just there's just all kinds of just awful yeah. I agree. Heinous names.
1: It's starting to it's starting to sound familiar with the Google chat. Yeah, party next door. Yeah. That's that's worse than the weekend for sure. Party next door. Like, I'm I'm such a badass. I equate myself to the whole goddamn party next door. Like I'm so good. People are like, dang, it's a party. Like, what is the party next door? I don't even know what that represents. Maybe that's his mindset. I don't know what his mindset was. I think it's a terrible name though. I don't think it's fair. I don't think. I think. I think it should be denied uh, listenership just on the name alone.
0: <laughs> I agree. I, I was looking at the uh, the, the Billboard uh, Top 200 uh, because we know that rap is selling like crazy. They they're the ones. Like the the number two rappers, uh, the number two album in America, Douglas. His name is Pop Smoke.
1: Yeah, Pop Smoke. Yeah, he's. R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Uh, I'm familiar with Pop Smoke. I I think Pop Smoke is... Yes, it's a terrible name, but it's better than The Weekend of Party Next Door.
0: What about Little Dirk?
1: Little Dirk? Yeah, that's fine. Little Dirk. All the Lils. All the Lils are right. I think there's too many Lils. All the Lils are I mean, I think there's too many Lils, but I think they're okay. (laughs) I think... I think Lil, yeah... Once you got lil Wayne and Lil John, I think you just gotta stop with the lils after that
0: like I agree what about the baby that's a that's not a good one,
1: yeah, I mean the baby I, I didn't really care for that one either, but boy it sure has worked out for him and then what you got dub baby and lil baby K, uh, that are popular at the same time if that's just not confusing when I found out that there was yeah, a dub baby and a lil baby i was i didn't at first I thought it was the same person. I didn't know it was two individuals separate. I don't. I don't like it.
0: What about Young Boy Never? Yeah.
1: Broke again? Oh, YBN. Yeah, Young Boy yeah. Never broke again. That's terrible.
0: No, that's why. Why did you say YBN? Because
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he goes by.
0: I thought he goes by isn't it YNBA? Yeah,
1: Y B N N B A. That's what I said, young boy. No, young is boy it? never broke it. It's YBN. I think it's just YBN. I think. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, it's it's just
1: YBN. No question, me. YBN. Okay.
0: Now. And
1: YBN Corday. You see, but what it is with these YBNs and these? Uh, there's the other ones. Uh, they come from like a collective and then they all take the same name except for the like they they have the first three uh, letters like YBN and then they all have a different name at the end like YBN Neymar, YBN Corday, and then there's other groups or collectives that start but I'm drawing a blank right now very popular ones that have like three initials and then names following.
0: Uh, i'm glad we went through that i appreciate the knowledge uh there, there are more but uh we'll, we, sure. we can stop there i didn't have rep names on my uh, on my list but uh, yeah there, there's some there's some bad ones
1: there's i agree ones.
0: That's i think it's it's just getting it more difficult to, to name bands and artists these days i think all the good names have been taken i think is what we get we get to this
1: well i i'll accept that
0: I also – that's all I had on the halftime
1: show. Did you have any observations on the halftime show that you wanted to add to that?
0: No, nothing further. Uh, I, You know, I, I didn't notice about the super spreader with all the dancers. I mean, he had a huge entourage. The band behind him was like 500 strong. So I would be interested to know, and I'm sure we'll find out, exactly how many people that The weekend did have. Uh, with him with this performance i'll be interested to see the background uh for more uh on my takes I, I i uh i texted with shilt dog my co-host for no judgments here he was not impressed whatsoever with the halftime performance and he will have his negative take to, to add on our show tomorrow night i look forward to that oh good He was also very negative about the National Anthem, and I'm interested to hear more about that as well.
1: I don't even know who sung the National Anthem. I didn't see it.
0: It was uh, Eric Church and a female who I was unfamiliar with. I believe her name is Jasmine Sullivan. I could be making that up, but uh, he fell way way overboard. Way over. Yeah. I found it to be beautiful. I just want to throw that out there. I I thought it was a beautiful rendition, a great duet. Um, had a little tear in my eye. I was ready to go. I was, I was pumped up after the National Anthem.
1: Nice. Yeah, I missed it. I look forward to hearing you, you guys' uh, music podcast. No judgments here on the uh, on the take on that. I ended up fast-forwarding it through the Super Spreader event Um, that is the halftime show. I, I didn't care for it either. Uh, I, you know, I just saw him at the Grammys. That was good enough for me. I didn't need to see him again, do the same songs, and then old songs. I didn't care for it. I fast-forwarded it through it. I'd stop here on occasion just to listen, but I pretty much skipped through the whole thing. I didn't care for it either. Um, I didn't – I don't – going to the commercials, um, I've got I, – I feel like this NFL Super Bowl is just going to be nothing but a bitch fest for me. Um, I, the <laughs> NFL and their fight to end systematic racism, um, good for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, can't complain against that. I think that's fantastic. But how come they don't have Colin Kaepernick involved? So I think – I wonder if they reached out to him to have him – why isn't he the face of this? You you got – in your commercial, you've got these guys, I believe it was a group of individuals from the, from the Carolina Panthers, you know, just a screenshot of them all taking a knee, some of them standing, some of them taking a, a, a knee during the National Anthem. Um, but Colin Kaepernick was nowhere to be seen. Uh, he was pretty much blackballed for taking a knee. Speaking out against systematic racism and all that shit, and and now all of a sudden they want to be, oh, we're supporters to end systematic racism. Yet Colin Kaepernick is still blackballed and has nothing to do with it. You think that's kind of fucked up?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I have nothing to add to that. You're you're probably correct, and your uh, your take. And he's still being blackballed from the NFL, and the black and the NFL has a. Uh, an obvious uh, minority hiring issue when it comes to head coaches. So, they – the NFL has a, a lot of uh, concerns uh, for them to look at themselves in the mirror about when it comes to ending systematic racism.
1: All right. Uh, I have a lighthearted take on the Jeep <laughs> commercial that I didn't realize was a Jeep commercial. Are you familiar with the- Bruce Rinstein? Yeah. That was a good Clearly, one. Yeah. he was working with some sort of Snapchat filter. He was looking way (laughs) too good. His face was looking young as all could be. I'm telling you, it was the number three Snapchat filter. He was looking good. but I'm So I don't know what the commercial is. I don't know who it's for. I haven't paid attention to anything leading up to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm watching the commercial, and I'm like, it's freezing cold outside. There is snow on the ground. There's snow on the road. There is snow everywhere. It is clearly the dead of winter. Why is this man driving around in the middle of nowhere in the center of America in an old ass Jeep that's open air in the dead of winter? That's the only thing I was fixated on. I was like, that's bullshit. (laughs) You will never see anybody. I live in the Midwest. I live in Lincoln, Nebraska. We still have snow on the ground. It's been snowing for the last three days. We have 14 inches the other day. It hasn't been higher than nine degrees in three days. It's going to be continue to be in the single digits. And you will not under any circumstances at any point in time, will you see anybody in an old ass open air Jeep without a top and doors driving around right now? That's bullshit. And then, so as I'm writing in my notes, I literally had, why was Bruce in a Jeep in the dead of winter? And then as I was putting the question mark in, I saw that it was a Jeep commercial. Uh, (laughs) And I was like, oh, because it's a stupid Jeep commercial. That's why. That's bullshit. Why couldn't they have put them in a Jeep that had doors and a top?
0: It's it's interesting you bring up that commercial, Douglas, because that was my favorite commercial. What?
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) Because you liked the positive message? You were all...
0: It was... It was a really positive, heartfelt, great message. Reunited States of America. I really enjoyed that part. I thought the Bruce poem or whatever it was uh, was heartfelt. I we are missing a lot of hope in this country right now with all the fuckery that is happening, and I just it just kind of tugged at my strings, Douglas. I thought it. I thought it was a great message, and I was a little concerned because I feel like people are now going to flock to this little bitty, uh, church in the the center of the United States. And they're going to have a super spreader situation at that church. Uh, but the rest of the commercial, uh, even my dad mentioned he didn't know what the commercial was for uh, and I was like, that, that was a Jeep commercial. I had to tell him that. Um, but he uh, he 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 couldn't figure out what it was for. I don't even think he knew it was Bruce Springsteen either because of how weird he looked. He, he, he did look weird, absolutely. Um, but it was it was my favorite commercial, Douglas. I'm okay. I'm I'm standing by it.
1: That. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you're entitled to that. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I I got lost in in everything because I was too fixated on the fact that nobody's gonna be driving around an old ass Jeep in that those weather conditions. So because of the visual, I was unable to focus on the message. Um, So that's too bad. I mean, I'm sure I'll see it again one of these days. Hopefully I can get past the fact that he's in the Jeep and I can listen to the message. And I, too, can be touched uh, like you were. But I I just that was not my favorite. I do have two of my favorite commercials, Um, one of them being the Michael B. Jordan and Alexa commercial. Uh, I thought that was absolutely fantastic. I thought that was a great uh, premise. Uh, I loved it. My favorite part was whenever she told Alexa to dim the lights and Michael B. Jordan took his shirt off, draped it over the light. And then your pans outside and the husband, the jealous husband's outside with the fellas. It's like, whoa, 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 Alexa, turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. Like, yes, that's a fa-. She's in the bathtub or Michael B. Jordan, excuse me. Alexa's <laughs> reading them a, a book, reading her a book, husband, hey baby, uh some people like to use restroom too, baby, you know. I think that's a hilarious <laughs> boy, wouldn't yeah. that be the shit if Alexa really was some situation like that where it was like a holograph of a yeah. of the the person you choose so I could have uh Skojo be my Alexa? Uh <laughs> <laughs> <that would> be... <laughs>
0: Skojo.
1: Skojo. Yeah, why'd you say it like that? You got beef against Skojo? Do we got. You got.
0: Uh, No. I think Scarjo is one of the most (laughs) beautiful women in the world. Oh, that's my bad. Is it Scarjo? Well, her name's not Skolet.
1: (laughs) Whatever. Turns out. Joe That makes a little <laughs> more sense. You know, I've been calling her Scojo for a long time. For a real long time. Like I've been call- <laughs> I feel bad. I've been Good calling word. her Scojo in front of way too many people. I think people
0: do uh, do people do people continue the come... Comfort- like they don't do they not ask? Like, what, do you, what, are you, what are you talking about, Skojo? The, they don't
1: that? ask, but they do seem to lose focus and attention and uh, and interest <laughs> in whatever it is I'm speaking of. So it is possible. Uh, that's why. Uh,
0: uh, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson has uh, definitely been in my top five many, many a time.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I really – that was my favorite commercial uh, that I can think of offhand was the Michael B. Jordan – I did like the, I did like the electric vehicle one for GM, uh, where they were in Finland. Yeah, Will, yep, Will Ferrell. I thought that was pretty good. Um, the only yep. other thing I wanted to Great speak one. on the very last commercial that I could think of, right at the end, was that it was a Tums commercial. Um, two ladies were out camping. They were sitting in front of their campfire eating a delicious bowl of chili had some fresh sliced, uh, what l- looked like red jalapeno peppers. I don't know that jalapeno peppers can be red, but it looked like a red jalapeno pepper. I'm sure it was pepper that has a name that's not jalapeno, but I don't know what it was. But it had some sort of red sliced jalapeno, freshly sliced on top of the bowl of chili. They're eating the chili in front of the campfire, and – uh-oh, she sits up straight. She can feel the early onset feeling of heartbeat heartburn kicking in, and then all of a sudden, bam! Standing behind her is a big giant red jalapeno looking thing ready to attack her, and the jalapeno snatches her up and starts dragging her down the woods because it's going to take her and kill her and bury her in the woods, and the jalapeno's running away and she's frantically trying to get away, and she pulls out of her purse a plastic container full of Tums, and she just shakes it in the direction so that the jalapeno pepper can see that she has the Tums and it lets go of her, makes a whimpering puppy dog noise, and runs away. I'm calling bullshit on that. You can't just shake some Tums at heartburn and it goes away. She, I mean, what? A, she should have thrown the Tums one by one uh, like bullets. She should have shot. Tums at the chili, pepper, jalapeno. She should have threw the container at it. She should have, while she was being dragged away in the woods, started just dumping Tums down her face, out of the jar to get rid of it. All she did is just, look what I got, and it just ran away. I have problems with that commercial. It's just not believable, that's all I'm saying. I don't think the giant red jalapeno would drop her and run away just because she just flashed some thumbs at it is all I'm saying.
0: Doug, I didn't see that commercial. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I will have to get on that one. Uh, I don't have anything I can add to it. I will just add to me, uh, there were a lot of hopeful <laughs> questions. Uh, commercials like the Jeep commercial, Bud White, the uh, anheuser Bush did one. I saw it, it wasn't Cabela's, but uh, you could buy the product at Cabela's. They also had a hopeful about going into nature. There was a lot of hopeful, like, get-us-back-together commercials for the Super Bowl but, that I enjoyed the messages behind that. Those were my favorite commercials for <laughs> I have nothing about nothing I can add about their Tum's commercial. Well,
1: I mean, now that I've told you about the Tum's commercial, do you think that it do you think that it's accurate portrayal of what a giant red <laughs> jalapeno pepper looking thing would actually do? I mean, do you have an opinion on what I shared with you? Can you picture this commercial and realize that there's just no way the pepper would have dropped her, made a little puppy dog noise, tucked its jalapeno tail and ran? just because she flashed tums on it
0: well so i've i've i don't think i've ever been a victim of heartburn before um so i believe that the commercial is trying to convey a message stating that once the pepper see just sees that sight of the tums like this just like it's like a security alarm or, or like a a moth going into a flame, like it's just going to like whimper and it loses all its confidence in the job it thinks it's going to do and it knows it's met its maker and so it's the end of the road for the pepper. That's, But yeah, I agree with you, absolutely. They should have shot it like bullets. I think that would have been a great message. (laughs) In this this
1: type of unity and bringing things together,
0: you should have shot it? (laughs) I do yeah, I did, you it.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm there.
1: <laughs> that's that's all I had on uh, the Super Bowl.
0: Uh, I have nothing else. Doug, Doug, I wanted to, uh, I, I wanted to ask your opinion on uh, spending a hundred dollars for a cardboard cutout of yourself at a game. <laughs> would you? Uh, would there ever be a time where you thought that would be a good use of no. your
1: money? Absolutely not. I'd rather spend $100 on some dog coin or something like that. Uh, No, I did the math on that. That's $3 million. She said that there was 30,000 cardboard cutouts at $100 a cutout. $3 million. Did I have to pull my calculator out on that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. I I wasn't able to do that in my head. But I thought that was, yeah, $3 million. No. Absolutely not. What's the point of that? Unless I could get a guarantee that I was going to get like a picture of my of my cutout in the seats framed so I could have proof that it was even there or I knew it would be on TV (laughs) or something like that. But just I paid $100 to have a cardboard cutout and I hope I was in the stand somewhere. No. Absolutely
0: not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know the uh, the interesting thing with that is that I, I wonder why. So the Royal Rumble was in Tampa Bay last week as well, and they do like thousands of TV screens where people are actually, you know, they're they're recording themselves like through a Zoom meeting or however they do it. I wonder why they don't they didn't go that route instead of the cardboard cutout. I feel like that'd be so much a better fan experience of having just thousands of TVs. Uh, where people are actually, like, being on – and the NBA has kind of done that as well. I, or at least they they did that in the bubble. I don't know if they're doing it this season. But that's that's such a better idea, and it looks so much more aesthetically pleasing on the television while watching uh, than the fact that there's just a bunch of dumb cardboard cutouts <laughs> that people spent $100 on. It seems seems really silly.
1: I was impressed. I thought after the first shot that I'd seen, I, I was – I didn't realize they were cardboard cutouts at first. Like during the coin toss, or whenever they were running back to the sideline. I was like, "Oh shit, they got a full stadium! I can't believe they're allowing all those people to sit in there." Uh, and then they started talking about the hundred dollars of cardboard cutout.
0: No, I'm of- yeah, it looked like a, it looks like a it looked like a lot more than twenty five thousand people were there, but uh, they, they claim it was only twenty five thousand. I don't know.
1: It's Florida. They're lying. I guarantee there's more in there. Florida doesn't give a
0: shit. Yeah. Now the, the 17,000 of the people are supposed to be they they are supposed to be vaccinated. Uh so it so it wouldn't be a super spreader event but, but again, who knows? Who knows? Well,
1: I thought it was interesting. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Uh I uh, it was an absolute uh shit show of a game. We don't we don't need to get into the game. It was.
0: No, we don't. And we're not going to. What do you got? Stop. Go ahead. Uh Douglas. said last week I introduced a new game uh segment called Wanted Dead I've got alive. players I'm ready.
1: I've got dead people and alive people. I'm ready to go.
0: Oh. Okay, let's go. Did you want to do the uh did you want to do your uh your song real quick?
1: Uh <laughs> I wasn't uh uh <laughs> dead or alive. Dead or- are, are they? they? Yeah, why don't you do the song? I was just
0: going oh. the Are They you're going to okay. do the Dead or Alive part. Dead or Alive! <laughs> dead are or they? Alive!
1: Dead are or dead. Alive! <laughs> okay, the episode. first person I have is Brian Dennehy. Is Brian Dennehy Dead or Alive? Brian Dennehy. for those of you that don't know, <clears throat> played Sheriff Will Teasel in Sylvester Stallone Classics' First Blood. He was also Walter in Cocoon. And he was Big Tom Callahan in Tommy Boy. Is Brian Denny dead or alive?
0: I feel like I have recently heard that he died. Like with Like within the last three to four months, I feel... Like, there's been news that he passed away, and so because I have this in my head, I'm going to go ahead and say he is dead.
1: Ding, 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 ding! You are correct. Brian Denny passed away April the 15th, 2020, at the age of 81 years old.
0: Not exactly a couple months ago, but uh, yeah, okay. All right, I You know what? I shouldn't clap
1: when I'm correct. About no, them, uh, absolutely. I absolutely, you should clap. Not, We're not clapping... We're not clapping that... Br- we're not clapping okay. that Brian's dead. We're clapping... We're not we're, clapping... We're not clapping, nope, we're we not clapping that Brian's dead. We're clapping that you got it correct. So clapping is necessary do you have one
0: I do but again so we do play some uh, different rules here I do not know if this person is uh, alive okay. uh,
1: time out. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, why are you bringing <laughs> somebody I, I thought you're the, not sure I, I,
0: thought, I thought the game would be more fun if we both didn't know <laughs> the answer
1: well how <laughs> how do we know if that person's right
0: well, we don't. That's part of the fun. Okay. All right. All right. Here, here is my person. Oh, I was confused,
1: Phil confused on the rule.
0: Donahue. Oh. Phil Donahue had a, a very popular talk show in the '80s. Uh, it was magnificent. I watched it a lot. Uh, Rivalled with the Geraldo. Uh, he he retired a very long time ago, at least twenty-five years ago, right? hasn't really been heard from since. I don't know if that means he's dead though. He he had gray hair in the eighties. You gotta think he was an old man back then, but who knows? He could be in his nineties, still living up and living up the life. Douglas, is Phil Donahue alive or dead?
1: Let me first of all say I really wish that you knew the answer to that question before you asked me, uh because I just feel like it's necessary to have an answer. But that is yeah. a fantastic Uh, Dead or alive individual Uh, I concur with uh, You haven't said anything I don't concur with anything Uh, I enjoyed Donahue Back in the day as well Uh, I'm an old man So I did watch Donahue Donahue retired 25 years if not more Are you kidding me I feel like Donahue retired so long ago Uh, I haven't heard a thing about Donahue Since I feel like he retired my initial thought is because Donahue is Phil Donahue, I would I would remember TMZ, the number one source for all news, bringing to light that Phil Donahue had passed away. And I can't, and I'm going through the still trap that I call a memory. Um, and I don't recall seeing on TMZ, the number one source for all news, that Phil Donahue is, is, was dead or passed away. So I am going with an official answer. That Phil Donahue, one of the greatest television daytime TV talk show hosts ever, is still alive to this day.
0: Still alive. All right. Well, that's exciting. Uh, that's a good. That's a good guess. I think it makes a lot of sense because you have not seen it on TMZ, the number one news source in the world. I'm going to go ahead and say that um he has been oh. dead for quite some time and that's why we've already forgot that he's no longer living so i'm going with i'm going with dead
1: oh dead i like while. your thought process on that as well that's good yeah. because yeah well okay go ahead what's the, what's the answer i can't wait to, go ahead is phil uh, I,
0: I have no idea i yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. You want me to? Should I? Should I? Should I? Should I mean, go, I've go got Google the it? Google
1: in front of me, but I still, even though I knew you didn't know, okay, I thought that it was possible that you were looking it up already. Uh, but that's okay. I'll do no. it. Uh, I feel like okay. Woo-hoo! Phil Donahue, the great American media personality. Who was born on December 21st, 1935, that retired from his television show, The Phil Donahue Show, after 29 long years. He retired on that date, that is, September 13th, 1990. I was trying to slope, I was trying to do some filler. I was trying to do some filler. While I found when he retired from Evan okay, Strugman, okay. I he retired September the thirteenth, nineteen
0: ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. Way we off on our math. Go ahead. What's the? No, wait. No, we, no, we weren't. We weren't out. We weren't off. That we were was 25 twenty five years ago. We were exactly. We were
1: exactly. The right. question. The answer to the question is Phil. <laughs> Philip. John Donahue, born 1935 in Cleveland, Ohio, USA. (laughs) Went to the University of Notre Dame where he got his BBA. Years at – was married to Marge Cooney with five (laughs) children. Philip Donahue is –
0: Yeah, nice 85,
1: 85 years old, old. Alright, so I'm up I'm up one nothing. It, it's weird. yeah. It's 2-1 well, to, one. Two, to one. 2 How did you get 2? Damn it, I already knew Okay, I can see where Not knowing whether or not they're dead or alive Is important Because I already knew Brian Tenet, He was alive I don't get a point for that one, do I? I no,
0: don't get a point for that. You looked it up, you cheated. It's yeah, a, it's one to one. one to okay, one. I'm
1: ready. I have the next one. I already know that okay. this person is back dead or alive. Uh, uh, the individual. Boy, how long has it been, by the way? I can't have my phone in front of me. What's the time? How long have we been going?
0: Oh, uh, we've been going Holy
1: shnikes. What Torn, Rip, Torn is the next person. Rip, R-I-P, last name Torn. Rip, Torn is Rip Torn, the actor, dead or alive. Rip Torn.
0: Now, uh, well, before you go, I just want to, I just want to let you know. So, Rip Torn, I'm pretty confident was in the uh, the Larry Sanders show with Gary Shandling, and I feel like that entire cast basically all died together. So I feel like, again, much like Brian Dennehy, Rip Torn had died within the past year.
1: Rip Torn was, in fact, the producer Artie on the Larry Sanders show. He also played Zed in Men in Black. Rip Torn is dead. Passed away July 2019.
0: All right, all right. Good job. Yeah.
1: You're pretty good at this. All
0: right, man. Yeah, I got go ahead. Of those. Do you have another nice. one? All right. I'm I'm up two to one. Okay, good. I got one more. Dead or alive, Mister Gene Hackman.
1: So here's the thing on that one. Gene Hackman's on my list as well.
0: Yeah. Really? I so know the answer. answer. So we both came up with Gene Hackman yeah. for dead or alive. That seems kind of rude. <laughs> well. Right?
1: Gene Hackman's another one of those guys that retired a long time ago, and he hasn't
0: been seen or heard. Yeah, so the thing with Gene – yeah, so Gene Hackman, he was really old in the 80s. Yeah, but he's kept doing work. But I can't recall the last time I saw him. But I can't recall ever hearing that he's passed away. And I went the opposite way on the last one. Uh, So I guess I'm going to go because I have no idea. I feel like Gene Hackman's still living somewhere and he's got to be in his upper 80s.
1: Well, uh, he has not been still doing things as you mentioned. Um, Gene Hackman has, uh, he retired from acting in, I believe, 2008. Anyways, uh, so yes, I know the answer. You ready? I can tell you the answer. Gene Hackman. Go. The great actor from such films as The Poseidon Adventure, The Firm, The Replacements, The Royal Tannen Bombs, Crimson Tide, born January 30th, 1930 in San Bernardino, California. The actor and novelist Gene Hackman is still alive. Nice. nice. Ninety-one 90 years, old, years old, Gene Hackman is still going strong, um, and yes, he is nice. retired. Um, quickly transitioning okay. into my next one, I
0: have the yes. Oh, can of course, I say one thing uh, we are we are a week closer to Betty White's one hundredth birthday, which is how I came up with Dead or Alive. Yeah. So. A week closer. Betty White. Betty Davis. Betty White. Betty White. Betty White. Betty White. Betty, White, Betty, White's, Betty White's 100. Coming up. coming up. I think we got 49 weeks to go. 49 weeks to go. Betty White. 100 years.
1: Uh, my next and last individual that I have uh, for dead, are they dead or a alive, is Robert Redford. Redford? Correct. Robert Redford. The American actor. Do you know who Robert Redford is?
0: Yeah. I, I was just curious about your last name. Uh, Robert Redford just recently uh, retired from the movies. Robert Redford is still alive.
1: Wow. You 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 know that one. Uh, you're just absolutely 100% con- confident that
0: yes, Robert- locked it in Final answer. All right.
1: Well, I'm not going to beat around the bush on this one. I'm just going to come out and say that Robert Redford, the actor, director, producer for such films as Out of Africa, A River Runs Through It, um, quiz show, um, Out of Africa, A River Runs Through It. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm just going to come out and say that Robert Redford, born and August eighteenth of nineteen hundred and thirty six, mm. the uh, with children, the wife is still alive. You that yes, was you sir. knew that one right away. Yeah, right away.
0: So you're gonna have to bring the heat, week, Douglas. <laughs> gonna bring the heat. So
1: next week, am I to not know? Listen, it's not capable for me to pick out names and not know whether or not they're dead or alive. I'm going to look it up. I just, look it up? I just, I it's just in my nature to want to know the truth.
0: We're going to find out the truth on the air, on the pod. Wanted, you know, dead or alive? No, not wanted. Is he
1: dead or alive? Dead or Izzy. alive?
0: Dead or alive? Okay. I realized it sounded like I was saying the word Izzy, like a person named Izzy uh-huh. Izzy, Dead Or so I, I it was oh. actually are they oh. dead or alive. Yeah.
1: Well that was a great game. Okay. Well I'll see what I can do to not find out the truth on them. Um but uh okay. I absolutely love that game. That's just the classic. That's that's a game that I can see you retiring a very rich man off of once you get the board game design together. And, uh, I mean, that's that's yeah. a game that fits right up there with, uh, I mean, that's basically a version of Deadpool, kind of, isn't it?
0: I don't know what Deadpool,
1: Deadpool is. Deadpool, I came to find out years later, even after watching the movie, Deadpool is an actual pool where people put their money together and take picks on who's going to die. Famous people. So... There's, there's, And it's just a list of... And you name them. Anybody you can think of. Robert. I've got Robert Redford. I've got Gene Hackman. I've got... Uh, Ted Turner. And I've got Betty... Betty White. And you've got... And then you've got individuals. And I, I'm not really 100% sure on how it works. But it's basically... It's a dead pool. You're choosing... People that are still alive, and if they die and you you have them selected, you win.
0: I get it. I feel like my version is much nicer uh, than that version. um, Because there are people. I mean, we could be right, but they're already dead. I'm like, we're not. It's a different. It's a different style. I agree with you. We're not.
1: We're not hoping that they're dead. Like, in Deadpool, we want them to be dead. Yeah. In Deadpool, we yeah, would be rooting for their passing. and That's just terrible. Yeah. I won't ever play. Yes. That is terrible. Yeah. Well, it's been an hour for the most part. I don't actually see my phone. I don't know what time it is, how long it's been. I've got some other things we can talk about, but I say we just wrap
0: it up. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. I, that 64 minutes went by quickly because I we we, I, we only got to – Two of my topics, and uh, I man, I came up with a lot, and now I'm a little disappointed. Uh, we I think we spent way too much, time way too Super much Bowl. time on the Super
1: Bowl. <laughs> we could have just got rid of the whole halftime show. We really only need to focus on the Tums commercial, the Jeep commercial. <laughs> the Tums commercial was important. We should have hit yeah. that one first. We should have gone into the Tums commercial yeah. right away. Yeah, hey, you know what. That's what happens when you have an unplanned uh, podcast called "Off the Rails," where you don't know yeah. what you're going to get yourself into until it happens.
0: Um, yeah. Hey, hey, Douglas. I was trying to focus on not giggling so much throughout the show, uh, and I think you did was- an amazing
1: job this time. Uh, last week was an absolute giggle fest from you. Uh, you you maintained yeah, yourself yes. very well this this evening. Um, you know, hopefully, yeah, hopefully the you, listeners have lasted this long and we've got the half of you that are still listening. We appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. As always. Feel free to leave a message. If you've got anybody you suggest we use in Dead or Alive, uh, please drop us a Dead or Alive suggestion. Um, if you uh, work at hy V and you've been listening to Satgate and you would like to comment leave a message, mm-hmm. feel free. Uh, we would love to hear from you, the listener, if you want to be a supporter of the podcast, a financial supporter like our friend Richard is at $4.99 a month that is making dreams come true and making magic happen with Off the Rails, uh, you can do so by uh, selecting selecting listener support in the About section in Spotify. Um, and other than that, those of you that do listen week in and week out, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. William, is there anything you'd like to add to finish up Thank this you. ninth episode of off the rails?
0: I've enjoyed the time Douglas. I uh, hope you have a good week. I want to uh, remind everybody there is another pod out there. I talk about music with Shilke, the shocker uh, called no judgments here. Uh, also, my brother has uh prez forecast for all your political news um so listen to those if you can have the time during the week or through the month we thank you as always have- we're Dog and Will and we are off the rail off the rail and we are